In episode seven, we're talking about how our sense of self changes over time. I'm sharing with you an introduction I wrote recently about myself that completely took me by surprise. It didn't start with the usual qualifications and skill sets that I'm used to putting up front, and instead I wrote about what it is that I'm truly committed to, and it starts with my own growth and healing. By dropping all the labels and layers of expectations that I'm used to wearing, I just wrote from my heart what I truly wanted to share. And my first reaction when I read over it was to delete it and to rewrite it and to go back to the old ways of defining myself. But I didn't and I'm sharing it here with you now. We're having a conversation about different parts and some of the conscious thinking behind it and I'm inviting you to do the same for yourself. If you were to drop the labels and the expectations that you've always worn and that may define you, how would you introduce yourself? Welcome to Cultures of Change, the podcast, where we are having conversations about healing our identity. We bring you the strategies and conscious thinking for you to grow your confidence and understand your abilities to create the future that you choose. For much of my life, I carried the feeling that I wasn't Māori enough. Growing up in Australia, disconnected from my country and being immersed in my culture, that was until I realised everything I was yearning for was within me. My mana is my own and I am enough. I'm Erica McCready, a proud Māori woman living on Yugambeh land. I'm a cross-cultural communications specialist and have worked with hundreds of First Nations people globally. I'm the co-founder of Cultures of Change and I'm passionate about supporting Indigenous women to find their inner wisdom. These conversations draw on the power and knowledge of the strong women who have walked before us. Hello and welcome to episode seven of Healing Our Identity, the podcast. This is our second episode for 2021 and I want to start by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land and seas where I work and live, the Yugambeh language groups and their continuing connection to country. I want to acknowledge their elders past, present and future and I want to acknowledge your ancestors and the lands and seas where you live and work as I acknowledge mine and know that they are always with me and guiding me through each and every step of life in this moment. Today I wanted to share with you an introduction that I wrote about myself recently and it took me by surprise. It wasn't how I've ever introduced myself before, but I wanted to share it here because I wanted to consciously talk about it and to really have a conversation about some of the points that really stood out for me and share a little bit of insight into how my sense of self and my sense of identity has shifted quite significantly in the last year. Now we've all just come out of a challenging year that was 2020 and as we are only a week and a half into 2021, in Australia there are different bouts of lockdown going on 
And overseas, there is news coming in about different levels of chaos, whether it's the pandemic or the change of political systems in certain countries. There is a huge amount of chaotic energy floating around globally. And if you're anything like me, there was a feeling that we almost walked through a magical portal on the 1st of January 2021, as we said goodbye to 2020. And 2021 is going to be a brighter, better and beautiful year because we missed out on so much of that brightness and beauty in 2020. But We didn't walk through a magical portal. We're still in this space of expanding through what has gone down in 2020 and what continues to be with us in this moment now. And I guess in terms of the amount of changes that happened through 2020, and I have talked about this in the past podcast guests have talked about their interpretations and their perspectives of what 2020 was for them and so we definitely won't be forgetting this year anytime soon if ever and actually I have had so much growth in the last 12 months And when I reflect upon the year that has been, as well as seeing the challenges that happened, I also see the growth. And it's only when I take a moment to reflect and consciously really identify what changes have come through that have been positive for me that I choose to take forward, what changes have happened that have shifted me out of different areas of my life that needed growth, needed change. And in some situations that change came unexpectedly, it came unplanned and it was challenging at the time that it happened. At the moment, I can look back on those challenging times and see some really big levels of change and shift in myself in a really quite positive way. I want to talk about how our sense of identity shifts. Our sense of self changes over time, but sometimes it takes a little bit longer for our conscious identity to reflect that. So when I wrote the introductory email to people who are coming into the Healing Our Collective email list and group, and if you signed up for the free five-minute meditation, which is to reflect the discussion we had in episode two about taking five minutes for yourself, I felt that it would be important for me to provide something for people that found it difficult to take five minutes, just do not know where to start when it comes to meditation. And so that's why I wanted to do a five minutes of meditation so that it is accessible for you to use at any time and really just show the benefits of five minutes of conscious stillness. So the introductory email that I wrote to people went like this. Hi, I'm Erica McCready, and I'm a woman who is committed to consciously healing the parts of myself that feel stuck or heavy or sad or just not right. 
For me, this means letting go of the negative habits and patterns I've picked up in life. For many different reasons, we develop coping mechanisms in challenging times that help us to feel safe and secure in the moment, but they can become perpetuating patterns that no longer serve us because when we grow, we may not need them anymore, but they may have become our default. When we grow, we know more, we experience more of life, and we have the ability to create new habits and patterns that do serve us. And so that's the first few sentences of people coming in to find out a bit more about me. And this is not how I would usually write a biography or an introduction. In fact, I have never written anything that describes myself like that in any kind of public setting before. Because healing is such an inward personal journey that there is so much stigma around the fact that if you need to heal, then you must be weak. But actually, if you choose to heal, then I believe that you are strong. Because healing is not glamorous and in fact it can be quite painful. So of course we feel like we want to run from it rather than dive deep into the pain and feel it. I go on to talk about the realizations that I've had through the healing process and also the power that I've gained back within myself having this self-awareness. I realize now that I fully control how I feel at every moment and that includes how I react and my energy levels. This doesn't mean I don't get upset, angry or frustrated because I do. It means I've decided to be consciously aware of these emotions when they come up. So that means I have to acknowledge them and then I get to work through them or I choose to let them go. It's a constant work in progress but it has meant that I'm more aware of when I'm projecting these emotions onto other people, especially those closest to me, my family, which I choose not to do. It means I'm more aware of when other people are projecting their emotions onto me and I choose to no longer take them on. I definitely believe wholeheartedly in feeling all of the emotions that we feel. It's not about bypassing any of them. In fact, I think it's really important that we feel angry when we're angry, frustrated when we're frustrated, happy when we're happy, sad when we're sad. I think it's really important that we acknowledge and see and feel and have those emotions when they come up and not try and bypass them or have a quick fix to get rid of them or to change them because we essentially bottle them down. If we're not feeling them and seeing them and experiencing them, I believe that we are pushing them down and they come up in little bits of our life. They come up in reactions to things. And so it's not about bypassing emotions. It's about riding them, feeling them, and also developing an understanding of how we best cope with them for our own individual selves. So sometimes for me, I know that my energy levels are completely depleted and I need to go and just rest. If you are loving what you're hearing, then you're going to love what we have coming up in store just for you. 
head over to www.healingouridentity.com and sign up to get on the list about our new signature program coming up early in 21. We've developed this to support you wanting to dive deeper into healing your identity. If these are the conversations that resonate with you and you are ready to jump in and do the work to find your own inner wisdom and become the master of your own future, then go to www.healingouridentity.com. The rest of my introduction goes on to say, I'm a mother, a partner and a proud Maori woman. I grew up most of my life in Australia, arriving here from New Zealand when I was four. I grew up detached from my identity at a really young age. And so my question was, how is a Maori girl, Maori, if she grew up in Australia? That was my question from a really early age. This underlined my whole life. It undermined my confidence to be myself. And instead, I was a fraction of who I truly was. I was loud and proud about the things that were seen as acceptable or that I thought were acceptable and quiet and inward about the things that were not seen as important to others or hard to talk about, such as how I really felt about myself and my internal struggles. I found ways to cope, as most of us do, and life was actually pretty good. I just got on with it. It wasn't until I turned 30 that I began to question who I was and what I was really here to achieve. I had a good career and I still do and I've just taken a slight turn and now I work for myself. For the last 12 years I've been working in Indigenous land and sea management and most of the time I've worked for an Indigenous run non-for-profit. Early in my career in natural resource management, I realised that if I lived in Australia and couldn't work for and with my own people in Aotearoa, New Zealand, I would work with First Nations people here in Australia, something I grew to love deeply. I am so passionate about this space, the people I've worked with and for, the deep connections I've made, the new families I've gained and the immense knowledge and wisdom I've received. I'm truly, truly grateful. It's not only through my own journey, but also my working life that I feel so inspired to create a platform for Indigenous women around the globe to share their stories, their wisdom, their struggles and their triumphs. I truly believe we all have so much unique wisdom to share. Everyone experiences situations differently and we all gain a unique understanding of how to deal with them, how to grow from them. And if our stories and our experiences can help others navigating similar situation, then let's share them and let's support each other. So that is the introductory email that I have written up and that you will be receiving when you sign up at www.healingouridentity.com. It's interesting to reflect on the choice I made to describe myself like this and in this way. And what I get from it in reflection is that peeling back all of the labels and peeling back all of the expectations of who people may think I am And most importantly, who I think I am 
and the labels and expectations that I have for myself that are outdated that I may have grown and changed but my thought patterns and my old habits and my old behaviors are a little bit slower to change and it becomes a conscious awareness effort to do so. So my introduction about being a woman who is committed to consciously healing the parts of myself that feel stuck or heavy or sad or just not right is who I am. And it is something I'm very passionate about facilitating and supporting other women to do the same. I think we all deserve to have our life filled with everything that we desire, everything that we really truly choose for ourselves, for our families. And it starts with knowing what we want to choose and therefore knowing what we want to change and having the courage to change it. The limitations that we grow up with, that we collect over time, whether they're handed to us or we find them or we create ideas or understandings out of books or magazines, people around us, watching other behaviours, whatever it may be, they can creep into our adult lives. They can creep into how we deal with the challenges that we face in our day-to-day lives today without even knowing it. And As I said before, healing is not glamorous. It can be quite painful and it's a long journey. For me so far, I would say that the conscious choice to heal, which I do through daily meditation, connecting with my ancestors, is something that has allowed life to become a bit more simpler, a little less dramatic and a little less in my head about things. So I'm not overthinking when I consciously know that I've done it from my heart. I spent so much time worrying about how I would be received and whether I should say that or do that or be that, whether I should really follow my passions, whether I should speak up or speak out whether I should be visible or not. And all of it is not a question anymore. It is more of a choice to share what's on my heart, share what I'm passionate about and share it with love and thought that if it is a story that resonates with one person, then it's a story worth telling. And also these stories are about healing my identity, about The fact that I am following that nudge to speak up, speak out and the interviews and other Indigenous women to tell their stories and their thoughts and feelings about whatever it is they want to talk about. There's so much wisdom in whatever is coming through. And so I want to leave you with a thought process. If you were to describe yourself truly, if you were to introduce yourself, then what's the first thing that comes through? If you could put your work aside, any labels that you're used to having, and just give yourself some space 
to really feel into how you would describe yourself in this moment. If you want to connect with me and share your introduction with me, by all means, please do so and just send me a post message on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to receive that and I'd love to connect with as many of you as possible. But really just honour yourself for a moment and just without any limitations, without it needing to go any further in this moment, just to yourself, how would you introduce I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've gotten something out of it for yourself. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Cultures of Change, Healing Our Identity. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you, please share amongst your networks so we can get the message out to more women who need to hear it. Please tag me in any shares on Facebook or Instagram at Cultures of Change and feel free to reach out, message me or check out our website www.culturesofchange.com.au. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next new episode is out. Thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. I love having you here. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one.